Hey, what is the song with this fucking? <laughs> there is, there's no song that's worthwhile for this title. Anyway, <laughs> can I talk yet? I'll okay. stay quiet. I'll stay quiet. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> broken the illusion well your name's in the fucking titles I mean, yeah. true yeah. true 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 i just i couldn't let i couldn't let that go by without interjecting but sorry go on okay so this is making a podcast my name's evan and i'm katie so uh, katie you may have heard we are joined by our returning guest this week and yeah. um, so he was on our sugar babes episode he's the host of the podcast things gay people like and is a renowned gospel singer as we have come to find out the last time <laughs> kevin german how are you Hi. Hi, guys. I'm very happy to be back. Um, yeah, d- excited to talk about this and, and get into whatever conversations we're about to have. It's going to be very fun. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm very, very happy to be back. How are you? Oh, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm not too bad. Um, I'm still unemployed. Well, not like I, I well, am like because I'm freelance now. So, okay. It's really weird. I'm just in this weird like purgatory of like waiting to work and waiting for a job maybe to come in and I get and, you. and waiting for money to come in and you know just waiting for bits. So just kind of spending my days waiting. So yeah, I know what you mean. I've I've kind I've done some kind of of that kind of stuff in the past, and it is a lot of just like hanging around, <laughs> but with the belief and with the the hope and belief that something's going to come through, and I'm sure it will. So yeah, enjoy yeah. the downtime while you have it. I'd say I did that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to um, Belgium on Friday. Oh, deadly! <laughs> oh said, yeah, <laughs> the big debacle around this, Jesus. And I still haven't been paid from. <laughs> My last job. So. Were you inspired by Belgium's amazing Eurovision entry from this year to go? Um, no. Okay. Have you I, heard it? No. <laughs> you need to listen. I will, called... I'll, I'll listen before I go. No, I was inspired by my cousin <laughs> moving away from Ireland to live in Belgium. So ah, very good. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I realized that I'm going to Belgium on Barbie Day. Yeah, this is the thing we're meant to see. She's oh, it'll be on there it'll be on there be grand it might be in Flemish or French or whatever but be grand we were going to see it together we have oh, time I have, okay. I've had my outfit for a month now genuinely I bought new shoes and everything <laughs> I completely forgot I just didn't realise and then I was like oh my god I'm going on Barbie Day that was a uh, very yeah we're only a couple of days away It's it feels like such a huge huge uh, lead up to this thing so yeah exciting few days so on that how are you Evan okay well <laughs> I have new pink shoes for Barbie you do. um but uh tomorrow I'm very fucking on edge can I just say why tomorrow is oh, it must be Taylor day is it yeah so I don't have a code because I'm on the wait list but my friend does so she's getting me a ticket and literally we were like coming up with a game plan we were like, okay, here are the times here's what you need to do like literally it's like the fucking hunger games it's not it's not even funny like Listen, ticket stress is not something I enjoy. And especially when it's something with this kind of demand, like I kind of went through a little bit when the Eurovision tickets went on sale earlier this year. Um, Mm. I I think, and maybe this is a conversation topic for later, but I think that they won't be that hard to get. And even if they are initially, you'll still get them down the line if you don't get them on the day. I just think it's not going to be what it was in the US for some reason. I could be wrong. Well, I think, yeah, I think the reason why there's some places to keep it more organized than it was in the US. Hmm. So, but you know, I'm, I'm not losing hope. Wait, wait, this are cold. I'm not losing hope on you. 
I just think I just think there's no concert that you, it would just be 100% sold out forever. Like you, things will always become available, I think. So even if the worst happens and you don't get it, I think you'll get in eventually. Um, yeah. But sorry, I was going to I was going to say something mean. I'm not going to. What's next? Mean? <laughs> no, I was just going to say I maybe 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 I'm a, I'm a waffling too much already. But and I know you're a big Swifty, but seeing as yeah. we're all going to be having uh, some um, discussions <laughs> that may not be in complete agreement today. I just, I've had enough of it. I've had enough of seeing her face. I've seen TikToks about the tour. I've hearing about it. Oh, can I please be excluded from this narrative? Please. Kevin, you sound like me. <laughs> and I like her. I like her. And I was laughing at her. I like her, but it's way too much. It's way too much. And to be honest, because I'm seeing it on TikTok, I obviously have watched the TikToks and that's why it's showing me more. So it's probably my own fault. Look, yeah. I'm deep in it and I don't disagree. Okay. Okay. Sorry, yeah. now I've, I've veered <laughs> off track. But I do like her. Can I just say that? I like her. Uh, it's too much. I adore her. <laughs> well, I'm excited for you and I hope you get tickets. I'm not going. Okay. We're all playing. Okay. Yeah, you light a candle. Blair on the music, do whatever you can. Yeah. Or actually, I'm going to ask Kevin as you. You and the Father John Misty, didn't you? Oh, me? Yeah. Yeah, I did. It was very good. I realized I gave you the wrong song last week. It's not Candy Necklaces. It's something else. Oh. For the Lana thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I just went and got drunk and had a really fun time, not going to lie. Oh, it was good? Yeah. Like, so I have the thing, Kevin, where I like to go to concerts and not really know the artist. Oh, yeah, okay. So just kind of like immerse myself into the music. But I went with my friend who's a really big fan and mm. my boyfriend and her boyfriend came as well. Like, so... She was the only one that was actually a fan. Mm. Oh, right. And so did you come out loving this act? Um, Yeah. Like, I'd see him again. He was, he actually put on a really good show and he sounded amazing. He has a good voice. He has a brilliant voice and he put on a great show. And, like, I, I would go see him again. But I don't okay. think I'd be putting him on. I've know. never heard of this person. Yeah, Father John Misty. I only know him through my friend. Like, yeah. I went to a gig a while ago. It was again Eurovision related, but it was like Wild Youth, who obviously represented Ireland, mm -hmm. and then the Slovenian act Joker out. And it was on like at midnight on a Monday in the Workman's. Yeah. I went by myself. I was like, what am I doing here? Uh it was great. And I didn't know any of the music. And as you say, it, it's great to just turn up and be like, oh, what are they going to do? What, what's what's this song? And just get, experience them for the first time in person. Like, I yeah. guess the way a lot of musicians like to put their stuff across. So, yeah, I really enjoyed that as well. So, yeah, I should do more of that. So then, Kevin, what's up with you? What's up in life? How's it going? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm grand. Now, I'm on. The, you mentioned my podcast. I'm on a bit of a break from that. At yeah. the moment, because I'm just I'm just in my lazy era at the moment. I can't be bothered. Um, so I'll get back to it at some point. Um, in, in otherwise, yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm off to Spain in a couple of weeks. Um, I am then going to uh, London in September to see the Sugar Babes at the O2. So that's related to my previous episode. Obviously, <laughs> they've never played the O2 before. Really looking forward to that because it's been a great year uh, for the Sugar Babes since releasing the Lost Tapes, which was you know their album of previously discarded or never released material so yeah. that will be the culmination the o2 i think will be the culmination of that and it'll be a huge celebration for everything that they've achieved so excited for that and uh, otherwise all is well wow fair play to them 
Yeah, O2 is a big deal, big deal. So yeah, it'll be yeah, great. Yeah, that's really good. Like, yeah. Okay, so we're gonna move on to a bit of pop news. Go on. Do 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 do. So. So some things have happened. So she may be busy filming Wicked, but it looks like this pop star has one less problem or husband. That is, TMZ has reported that Ariana Grande and her husband Dalton Gomez are getting divorced after two years of marriage. Rumors have swirled saying that the couple have been separated since January. Also, more more separation news. Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello have also split. Yeah. Yeah, splits all over the shop. Um, I'm kind of sad for Ariana, you know, because I know she hasn't been too lucky in love over the years. Um, it seems to be amicable from what I've seen. So I hope that's the case. Um, and, um, yeah, it's a shame, but I'm very much looking forward to Wicked God. I can't come soon enough. Yeah. But yeah shame, shame for them if that has happened. A lot of people are like, actually, uh, he got a tattoo with her name on it. And actually, she uh, wished him like a happy second anniversary recently. So it's not true. But like, if it's on TMZ, it's probably, that's probably it. Like, right? <laughs> <laughs> they don't get that much wrong somehow. No, I do. I do think it's real. Yeah. yeah, and let's just get a new album and like let's just go back to Ariana the pop star and like get him out of the way. <laughs> In my opinion, she's done some of her best stuff while heartbroken. So yeah, I agree. She's so. got a great voice for that kind of thing, and we could have some lovely big ballads. Um, because I didn't like the trap stuff that she did towards the end of you know, in more recent albums. I'm just not into that sound at all. So yeah. I would love something a bit more classic sounding. Maybe a heartbreak ballad would be lovely. Yeah, hopefully we get that. I'm really sad about Sylvia Vergara, though. I know, that was shocking. I know. Just no one's safe, are they? Yeah, these these rock-solid couples. Um, no. Like Michael and Stephanie from Greece, too. Well, hopefully they're still together somewhere in heaven. But, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm jumping the gun there. No, you're okay, you're okay. <laughs> it's, it's always okay. <laughs> Actually, we bring up breakups. Barbara Palvin and Dylan Sprouse got married this week. Oh, yeah, they did, actually. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's not all lost. <laughs> Do we know? Now, this is me as a, a an elder millennial asking. Um, do I know him because he was the child in Friends, one of the children. I know he's in Riverdale. Do we know? Is she, is she a thing? Well, his brother's in Riverdale, but like you're not far oh, off. Right. Sorry, yeah, okay. they're twins. So. Cole, Cole and Dylan. So, but is the is the is the, is she famous? The wife? She's a supermodel. Oh, okay, very good. Yeah, I'll go for them. So, she's very, very pretty supermodel. Mm. So she's not famous, but she's gorgeous and yeah, like kind of around... <laughs> What? She's just just done Maybelline campaigns. She's hardly not famous. Oh, well, I don't know. Well, I didn't know that, so clearly she's not that tiny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, she's not, like, his level famous. Okay, she's not I'm household not name. <laughs> yes, he is household level famous. Right, name one other thing he's done besides Zach and Cody. He hasn't done anything else, but you still know him from Zach and Cody. He's still a household name. I don't know, I can name something you <laughs> Yeah, because I'm I'm a cold girl, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I've said this before. I've yeah, said you that have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> What's the next headline? <laughs> right. So, she's a country music star. 
on tour right now, but looks like Miranda Lambert isn't particularly happy about fans taking pictures at her concert. Whilst on stage, uh, Miranda took notice of a group of girls who were taking a picture during the show. Miranda said into the mic, these girls are worried about their selfie and not listening to the song. It's pissing me off a little bit. Sorry, I don't like it at all. We're here to we're here to hear some country music tonight. I'm singing some damn country music. Uh, one of the girls, Adela Kalin, spoke on the instant saying, it felt like I was back at school with the teacher scolding me for doing something wrong and telling me to sit down back in my place. Uh, I feel like she was determined to make us look like we were young and immature and vain, but we're we're just grown women in our thirties to sixties trying to take a picture. I have a lot to say. <laughs> number one, number one, I loved your intro, country. That was good. Yeah. Um, okay, so I saw two videos. First video, okay. just a video of Miranda on the stage, and she stops the song and she says, "I'm going to stop the song. These girls are more interested in taking a selfie than this song. It's pissing <laughs> me off." And I was like, "That is." not okay for her to do that i was like these people have paid to go there you're the performer perform and get on with it but then but then i saw the other angle did you see the other angle from a bit further back in the audience no and it's like every everyone is seated and then you have these six women with their backs to the performer flash 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 repetitive flashes everyone else is sitting they're standing up it looks so obnoxious to me and i i immediately was like she's dead right for saying it more people need to see this angle they were completely disrespectful to her and the rest of the audience and so it's a tough one and she's getting such a a backlash about it and i think more people need to see the second angle what do you guys think i didn't even know there was a second angle well it just gives context to it and it's like I would be so annoyed if people were just standing there with their backs to the artist posing. And it wasn't a selfie. It was like someone was taking the picture posing with a flash, a flash mm-hmm. going off. And it was this like, it was obviously this like quite quiet, emotional song, completely inappropriate. I don't care how much you've paid, have some respect for the audience around you and for the artist. Why am I getting so worked up? Yeah, like worry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I feel. I was like, were you there? <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you know what? I get very easily annoyed by people around me in the audience's doing annoying things that's true i just think there's a certain level of decorum a certain level of respect for the artist and the people around you that is required and i don't think those ladies were displaying it now they're in vip they probably paid a lot of money to be there they probably felt entitled to do whatever they want i can kind of see both sides but ultimately haven't seen that video and i'll send it on to you or something i'm team miranda Mm -hmm. i didn't hear about this at all Oh really? Yeah, kind of over the last few days blew up a little bit. Um and she's got she's gotten a really big, really big backlash. If you look at any of her recent Instagram posts, it's yeah. just comments are all full of people. Oh, I'm not a fan anymore. You're so disrespectful. And I think I feel like I need to DM every single one with that second angle <laughs> so they get the full story, you know? Yeah, I get you. I hate when that happens because now it's kind of unjust, like on horror yeah. because Yeah, she just has this reputation now of being rude or whatever, and it's like yeah. Not the full story, guys, but it just shows you that context and different points of view and different uh, uh, vantage points are important. Nuance. You know, we love a bit of nuance. (laughs) (laughs) No, I listened to a podcast, actually, and they were talking about how a concert etiquette has kind of gone out the window a little bit. Yeah, I've heard a bit. uh, And and some people put it down to, like, since the lockdowns and since COVID, that people Mm. just aren't as used to knowing how to behave outside of their own homes anymore i don't know what the crack is obviously this is the throwing things you guys probably covered that already on the podcast have you like people throwing things at singers while they're on stage you know like, no, um, we'll, we'll X, I got it and yeah so does that 
Um, and then um, there's, there's this kind of malarkey. I haven't been to that many concerts recently, though. So I'll when I go to Sugar Babes and, and S Club 5 in... Sorry, that, sorry, that was almost just... Sorry, S Club is what they're calling themselves, themselves now in October. I'll be on the lookout for bad, uh, poor behaviour. I've been to loads of concerts and I don't think the etiquette's that bad. Well, maybe I could be the problem. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't know there's anything wrong, maybe it's that's me. That's the issue. But no, <laughs> like personally, I don't really like I get where people are coming from saying about the concert that I could gone out the window. But I think it's just also people just being a bit like moany as well. Yeah. Like, everybody's entitled unless you're actually physically like hurting somebody or like actually just obstructing the whole experience for everybody just let people do what they want yeah like unless they're being like this woman at Miranda Lambert like standing up in the middle of a sit down crowd like that's not okay but like if you're just having a little a little sing song yeah if you're not like disrupting the event for that's other what people I mean. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 or throwing shit or, or throwing stuff yeah like, exactly be being that, destructive be like on. yeah yeah if you're just being a bit giddy, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's allowed. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like people don't like that anymore, though. Giddiness. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll allow a bit of giddiness. But um, if somebody's, like, getting in my way or, like... Oh, yeah. I'll, 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 I, can't, I can't abide it. Maybe this is a pandemic thing. Being in crowds, like, I was out on Capel Street for Pride and it was so busy and people just... They were just walking past. But, like, you know, bumping off me and stuff? I got oh, really, yeah, no. like... Oh, I got very overwhelmed by it. Maybe that was a COVID thing. Maybe it's an age thing or whatever. But I was just like, I yeah. need to get out of here. I can't have people just bumping off me. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. It's not fun. So like with concerts and stuff, if I was standing, I would, I'm definitely at the point now where I'm just finding a little space towards the back. Yeah. With a bit of room. I... Like I'm not going to be right up there for anybody. I don't think even sugar yeah. babes or anybody. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Can't be doing that now. <laughs> yeah. No. You're tired. I want to get out first. Yeah, that too. That too. No, no. Okay, well, <clears throat> gonna move on. Final headline: Troy Sivan's new single "Rush" has been described as a gay anthem and has everyone bopping. However, not everyone is on board. Uh, many fans noticed a lack of body diversity in the video, which Troy himself has heard and responded to, saying, "I definitely hear the critique. To be honest, it just wasn't a thought we had. We obviously weren't saying we want to have one specific type of person in the video. We just made the video, and there wasn't a uh, there wasn't a ton of thought put behind that." Hmm. It's Look. interesting because, like, it's hard, like, to, like, I understand where he's coming from because, like, I'm the type of person that sometimes I don't think too, too deeply into things and then people can probably take offence to it, but I'm like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. So maybe he was just creating it from his vantage point, but, like, but just through, like, complete blissful <laughs> ignorance, he done that. Yeah. And then people are calling him out and he's like, shit, okay, maybe I should have been a bit more aware. But, like, I don't think it was true malice. I don't think it's all right either. But, like, shouldn't people, like, I don't know, doesn't he have a team? Is that not why you have a team of people to advise you and be like, maybe push the video? There's the director on the video. He's not the only one responsible. Mm. He's casting people. He didn't do everything himself. Yeah, like, oh, shock horror, like, dancers and models hired for a music video are 
you know traditionally attractive people yeah. with certain body shapes like that's not a surprise yes it would have been great if they were like you know what for this video why don't we cast it as diversely as possible that yeah. would have been great again i don't think it was it was in, in kind of an exclusionary way these are the people who are going up for auditions to be dancers and to be in music videos yeah. um i think it's i think it's a bit much to be to be having a go with them over oh yeah 100 percent. but like that's just the way everything is now obviously hopefully next time he does make content he thinks about this and he takes the constructive criticism and he does open up the casting yeah. a lot more and says this is the type of people i want well that's and- exactly it like when when you when something like that happens you need to take it on board you need to learn from it you need to do better when you can so yeah. i would imagine he's going to do that because he's already addressed it and i'm sure we'll see plenty of diversity in future videos but then if he doesn't Address like that'll be bad. That'll be bad. That right? will be bad, and <laughs> then we'll know if he could be on. Yeah, yeah. This is this will be his opportunity to exactly. kind of address it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because I've always liked Trey Savannah, and I actually for kind of forgot he existed until this song came back. Mm. In. Same. Him. I love his song with Ariana. Speaking of uh, Ariana, newly single oh, yeah. Ari, I love that song. But this one's I good too. It's a bop. Didn't even know that existed. Oh yeah, it's good. It's called uh, "Dance to This." Very oh, good. I listen to that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, before we move on, uh, Lindsay Lohan's mother. Yes, 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 yes. We can't leave that out. Oh, oh yeah, good for her. I'm That's so amazing. happy for. I'm just so happy for her, finally. Yeah, she she's she seems to have been doing well over the last few years, and that's a lovely little um, addition to her life now. Yeah. No, on Twitter it's so funny, right? All the tweets are like Lindsay Lohan had her first child. Page six reports, and people retweeting it, being like, "Page six reports a great name for a girl." Yeah. Here's <laughs> <laughs> a picture of her and her husband being like, "Lindsay Lohan had her first child." Some retweets it and goes, "My God, he's huge." <laughs> well, I hope Emma Stone doesn't steal the child like she stole her career. <laughs> Anyway, what's next? <laughs> we were all thinking. <laughs> no one of us were thinking. <laughs> no, I know that was a very good one. I'm very jealous of it. Jealous I didn't think. Leave Emma Stone out of this. She doesn't need this. Oh, she seems lovely, but come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's no Lindsay Lohan, though. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> the studios were like, we need a Lindsay Lohan type. Who have we got? Oh, this Emma Stone girl. Anyway, I, I could be wrong. All conjecture, speculation. <laughs> I'm sweating. Oh, Katie, please, for the love of God, introduce this week's topic. <laughs> okay, today we are returning to Ride a High for a whole new term. It's 1961, two years after the original gang graduated, and there's a new bunch of seniors and new members of the coolest cliques on campus. That's right, we're talking about Greece too, everyone. So sit tight and listen up as we discuss. The God and Goddess that are Michael and Stephanie. So, <laughs> Evan and Kevin, what is your history with Greece too? You can go first if you want. Okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> my history of Greece too. Kind of knew of it. I think it was on TV a lot as a kid. Um, mm. I wouldn't have known it was Greece too, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, it would have just been on TV, but I wouldn't have known what it was. And obviously, <laughs> we all know Greece won. Um, <laughs> I think my first time ever hearing the the title Grease 2 was actually in an episode of Glee. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's like Finn and Rachel referred to Grease 2 <laughs> in some scene or whatever. And then my first time properly watching the full movie, um, 
was uh, for this podcast. So yeah, that's my history of Greece too. Wow. Kevin, what's your history with Greece? Love that. Love, love to have, I'm, I'm so happy to have brought it into your path in that way. <laughs> um, I, yes, Greece 2. My history of Greece 2 is, in brief, my favorite film of all time. Um, I watch it relatively regularly. I've seen it many, many times. It means a lot to me. Um, I, again, as a kid, like, I don't know when I first saw it. Like, I was aware of Greece which I hope we're going to spend as little time as possible talking about in this episode. You can get someone else on to talk about that. Um, so I remember, I remember seeing Greece because everyone knows that film. Yeah. I must have just been like in the video shop, which is what we had at the time at the end of my road and just seeing like, oh, does it Greece too? What? What? And then bringing it home, watching it like with my sisters. I have two older sisters. We all know it like back to front. I'm, I may be the only one who is like still into it. Like they've kind of moved on with their lives. But um, we, we can all sing all the songs and it just has been something that has been with me. And I, we all have these kinds of th- kinds of things, right? Things that we've carried through our lives, carried in our hearts mm-hmm. um, that just feel very important to us that some people don't like. A lot of people don't like, but like still mean a lot to you and you will defend it with everything you have. And that is my position with and history with uh, Greece 2. Hmm. Okay. Katie, what's your history with Greece 2? Mine is very similar to yours, Evan, like, but except I don't really remember it being like just randomly on the telly. I remember like being in people's houses and them like putting it on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people with like older siblings, like that they would just kind of be on in people's houses. But I didn't actually ever see it in my house. Um, But yeah, I never sat down to watch it fully until preparation for this. <laughs> You're so- welcome. I was literally about to say thank you. I actually was about to say thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to recap uh, the sequel that is Grease 2. You guys ready? Mm. Katie, you ready? She's ready. Uh, so it's a new year at Rydell High School and the teachers are getting ready for the new school year. The students arrive singing back to school again. The oh pink God. ladies are waiting for Stephanie and she shows up. The T-Birds arrive smoking and Miss Mason arrives. Michael arrives at school and is greeted by Frenchie. So Frenchie reveals she's back at Rydell to take chemistry. The students make their way into the school. The pink ladies are at their lockers uh, talking and the T-Birds stop to talk. Johnny and Stephanie are apparently over. The pink ladies go to class, but Stephanie stays behind to change. Uh, Michael tries to pick a locker and encounters the T-Birds. So Michael meets Stephanie. The students sit down for class with Miss Mason. The morning announcements are underway. Mr. Spears is uh is well is welcome back as a, a student encounters a rat. Uh, Michael gets a shout uh, a shout out over the PA. The pink ladies talk about Stephanie and Johnny's breakup. Michael is running track and encounters two cheerleaders who tell him to try out for the talent show. Michael... And someone's someone's bits fall out of the shorts. Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> on the running track, there's a guy who's running over a hurdle and things things fall out. But anyway, come on. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Michael and Frenchie talk about his first week. Uh, Michael asks uh, her asks her about Stephanie. So Michael gets the idea to become a T-Bird. So the T-Birds are at football practice and the pink ladies heckle them. The T-Birds encounter a bunch of guys on motorcycles and they have a standoff and drive away. Michael stares at Stephanie as the marching band plays. The T-Birds and the pink ladies decide to go bowling. So Paula is up to ball and the guys talk about her. The players all sing uh, the song Score Tonight. So Michael arrives 
at the bowling alley, uh, Johnny and Paulette kiss. Stephanie tells Goose she's no trophy. So uh, Stephanie says she could kiss the next guy who walks in the door and she ends up kissing Michael. The pink ladies leave. Michael wants to join the game and the T-Birds leave. So Michael meets Dolores and they talk. Michael agrees to walk Dolores home. The pink ladies arrive at school and nearly kill Mr. Stewart. Miss Mason meets Mr. Stewart for the first time. The T-Birds want to sign up for the talent show. So Mr. Stewart introduces himself to the class and they all leave. Miss McGee tells Johnny and Goose off as they hold in smoke. The talent show auditions are underway. The pink ladies are prepping as the girls sing Brad. Uh, The pink ladies sing Girl for All Seasons and Michael tries to ask Stephanie out. Michael asks Stephanie out and she declines. Stephanie tries to leave and Michael hands her a book. She continues to decline his date and then sings Cool Rider. Michael is greeted by one of the T-Birds who wants him to write an essay. Later, Michael finishes the essay and gives, gives it over. Michael ends up writing the assignments for all the T-Birds. Mr. Stewart is teaching uh, reproduction in class. He asks when the best time is for a, for a woman to conceive and the T-Birds don't answer. Miss Mason walks in. The song Reproduction starts. The class ends and the students leave. Miss McGee talks to Mr. Stewart about his class. A student confides in Miss McGee about missing two periods and she says she can make them up later. Michael fixes up a motorcycle and is trying to learn how to ride it. Frenchie sees him and helps him out. The Pink Ladies are in the talent show and the auditions continue. The T-Birds are up and they sing They sing and they're in the show. Michael continues to try and be a cool rider. So the list is up and the T-Birds are in the show. The T-Birds have to get it together before the big show after seeing the Mr. Sandman performance. So Dolores arrives at the bowling alley. The T-Birds and the Pink Ladies are there. The T-Birds head outside to meet the motorcycle guys and run back inside. So Dolores tries to uh, trick someone to go outside and Michael rides up on his motorcycle. The students all look and sing, who's that guy? They go outside and the song continues and the police are on their way. Everyone but Stephanie goes inside to bowl. Stephanie says she's tr- she's tired of being someone's chick after talking to the Pink Ladies. Michael lights Stephanie's cigarette. The police show up as Michael leaps away in his motorcycle. So Frenchie and Michael talk about the bowling alley incident. The pink ladies walk in. Michael tries to talk to Stephanie, but nervously asks her about Superman. Miss McGee is performing a a test drill. So Louie and Sharon are in a bomb shelter and the T-Birds pretend there's a bomb dropping and he sings, do it for our country. Sharon and Louie decide to go all the way until she gets up and opens the door. The T-Birds fall through the door and Sharon storms off. Stephanie is at work and Michael shows up in his motorcycle gear. Stephanie rides with Michael on his motorcycle. They share many moments in a short space of time and they hug. So Michael is about to reveal him reveal his identity until the T-Birds and the Pink Ladies show up. Michael says he'll see Stephanie at the talent show and she wonders how he knows. Johnny threatens Stephanie and Paulette yells at him. The Pink Ladies go inside to console Stephanie. The T-Birds sing Prowling. Miss Mason wants to see Stephanie uh, about her Shakespeare essay after class. So Stephanie and Michael are in a diner and talk about the mystery guy. They they talk about the mystery man being an ordinary guy and she suggests they get, they get back to homework. Michael says Stephanie is terrific. So Johnny and Goose drive by as Ste- Michael and Stephanie leave the diner. Michael asks Stephanie to the dance and she explains that they're different types. Johnny and Stephanie talk and he says they are over. Johnny says the pink jacket is T-Bird property and asks her to leave it at the door. Johnny and Goose uh, head into the diner. Stephanie is no longer a pink lady and at lunch she uh, shoved into Michael. Michael sits down to lunch as Stephanie sits outside and he sings The Real Me. It's the night of the talent show and the students are preparing. Uh, the T-Birds arrive at 
school and they chase Michael in, in his motorcycle gear. Stephanie hops in with the pink ladies and they chase him. So uh, Michael has disappeared and they think he's dead and the pink ladies arrive. Stephanie cries and they all leave for the talent show. So Paulette is about to go on, go on stage and Johnny thinks she needs to cover up. Paulette gets fed up with him and pushes him out into the stage and the crowd laughs. The T-Birds hijack the singing boy trio and take their outfits. Stephanie cries as the T-Birds perform. The Pink Ladies are up next to perform Girl for All Seasons. Stephanie is zoned out and sings her part. Stephanie fantasizes about being reunited with Motorcycle Michael. Johnny and Stephanie win the talent show and are pronounced king and queen of the luau. So the luau is underway and the students sing Rockahula Luau. Stephanie and Johnny fight and Mr. Spears takes a swim. The rival motorcycle gang arrive and cause chaos. Michael has risen. Uh, he rides away and leaps over the pool. So other people end up falling into the pool. Michael takes off his goggles and reveals his true identity. And Stephanie is Stephanie finds out it's him. Johnny wants to fight Michael and is in disbelief. So Johnny wants a T-bird jacket and then ducks Michael into the T-birds. Dolores says she can't see Michael anymore and he kisses her on the cheek. Uh, everyone disperses and Michael and Stephanie kissed. And then the cast sing, we'll be together. They graduate together. And that's the end of Grease 2. Classic, best film of all time. Do you know what? It, it, it was a great ride you took us on there. Um, yeah. One point of information. <laughs> one point of information. Michael's wonderful song in the cafeteria you had down as The Real Me. It's actually called Charades. And it is. He, <laughs> now, he does sing The Real Me multiple times. Well, I say sing. He hasn't got a note in his head. God bless him. Um, but that is his big number. And we love him for it. And that is the thing that me and anybody listening who watched this as a child fast forwarded that song as soon as we see stephanie holding that lunch tray we're like don't like this uh fast forward um but i over the years i've come to actually uh appreciate that song for the yeah. tone deaf wonder that it is sorry go on it just makes me feel even you had to fast forward some parts of this movie <laughs> no i didn't yeah, okay, it does no. make me feel comfortable yeah, i'm like... not comforted <laughs> it was just like it was just like you know, sometimes you want to hear singing that is good and they're good singers most yeah. of the time. And as a child, I was like, I don't want to hear this. Where's he find the note? Um, <laughs> but then since then, I've I, it's actually just become like a camp thing to me. And actually uh, skipping ahead a little bit, but there was a production of uh, Grease 2 in the, the theater production done a few years ago um, mm -hmm. in the West End. Like, um, But it, they couldn't call it Grease 2, so they called it Cool Rider. There was some legal thing. Oh. Anyway, so we all, like, I went with some of my friends in costume and it was the most amazing thing to have all these people who loved Grease 2 in this theater. Wait, it was the first, it was the first show ever that they'd done. And um, it was a little bit like, you know, a Rocky Horror thing where people are, they get involved in it and they kind of shout things at the, it was that kind of camp fun thing. And as yeah. soon as the guy started singing charades, people started shouting fast forward. And it just, I was like, <laughs> I am with, I'm with my people. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, Listen, I could say I could say a lot about why I love it, um, but I'm curious just to know what you guys thought when you watched it. Um, and you can say terrible things. I don't mind. Look, I, I, anything I say, I will not mean to offend, right? But genuinely, this movie was a fever dream. Okay, <laughs> I can see that. And I started watching it, and I was like, "Oh, this is not what I was expecting." Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know what I was expecting, but just the conjecture that it started on it wasn't what I expected. But like 
it would the fever dream really kicked in when um the, the luo oh yeah i was like i do not have the insurance for this like <laughs> no i do have a horrible time of not taking moves like literally and mm-hmm. i like it's just who i am i'm like they wouldn't have the insurance but it's like that never happened but then i have to remind myself that art and it's a movie and that oh, it is it doesn't have art. to make yeah. sense like movies don't have to make sense but in my head i'm like that doesn't make sense it helps when they make sense but like yeah don't, they don't have to bone dry he's bone dry after being floating in a swimming pool <laughs> Come here. Well, the thing about this film as well is that supposedly when they were making it, the script wasn't finished and they were kind of writing it as they went. I think that's why Frenchie disappears halfway through. She's just never seen again. Yeah. And again, <laughs> there's a little running gag on Twitter or online that Frenchie is a ghost that only Michael can see because oh. she doesn't interact with anybody else. She's like, oh, Stephanie, she's one of my very best friends. Like, you don't see any kind of interaction between them whatsoever. And then she disappears. Um, but I think it was just poor. It was just poor planning on, on, in terms of the production. Um, now, were there any songs that you were like, oh, that's a bit of a bop. I didn't join that. Uh, the pre-production song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used no. to sing that as a child at the dinner table. And you know what I meant. It's very problematic. Are you saying no? Okay. Yeah, no. There was no uh, okay, well, that's fair. That's fair. Listen, the, the, the experience of being a Grease 2 fan is to come up against this a lot, right? And and this is, I was thinking about why, basically, if I meet somebody in the wild who is a Grease yeah. 2 fan, it is like this immediate bonding thing where I'm like, oh, we are each other's kind of person. And yeah. because we have grown up being told that what we love, or being told that this film is bad, and we are the people who watched it and said, hang on, I like this, yeah. you know, for whatever reason, okay? I like I like this. And the people who are slagging it off, they're not my people. Um, and so, to, 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 and I've seen people like do interviews, uh, like famous people like Drew Barrymore. Um, who else recently said that uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar talked about watching Grease too? And I'm always like so like impressed when I hear somebody sticking up for it because it is, you know, it'll be on the list of like worst sequels ever, biggest flops ever. You know, that's that's where Grease Two lives. But increasingly, and especially over the last ten years or so. If you were to search Grease 2 on Twitter, more often than not, you'll see people saying how great it is mm-hmm. um, or at least how much they enjoy it. Um, and I love to see that. And there's a lot of people who will say it's better than the first one, which it is. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's just become this cult thing. And I guess when you feel part of something like that and you hear that all these other people don't like it, it doesn't matter. And it just makes you feel more strongly about this thing that you love. Um, but anyway, so yeah, listen, I, I totally get, I totally get why some of it is a bit all over the place mm-hmm. and it's kind of one of those things where I have to look at it and say, is it good or did I just watch it when I was a kid and I've just, I was gonna I've just ask clung that... to it, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's hard so to... bad, it's good. Yeah, there's that for sure. And it's just hard to tell sometimes, but it's kind of just this whole mix. Like, yes, there are things about it that are not great. Definitely. But yeah. then, I, then I look at, say, the opening sequence, which is back to school again. Mm-hmm. And and that was in actually an episode of Riverdale. I loved that they used that. But um, it's like this epic nine minute um, introduction to all the characters, huge choreography. It just it just builds and builds and builds. And I have to look at that and say, do you know what? That is a brilliantly filmed and executed number, things yeah. like that. And I do genuinely love the music. I, I can't remove, I, I guess, the nostalgia from my critical faculties. I really do think that basically all the music is 
brilliant. Um, yeah. With the possible exception of that song Prowling. That's just very toxic masculinity when the guys yeah, are talking yeah. about, you know, the oh, the woman who uh, works in the butcher has the best tongue in town. Meaning like, you know, it's a double entendre because like it's a cow yeah. tongue or whatever. But you know what they're talking about. Anyway, that's very toxic. And I'm not here for that. Um, Evan, sorry. What were your thoughts? <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm hosting this thing all of a sudden. Sorry, I'm too used to hosting the podcast. No, sorry, no, 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 of course, of course. No. Oh, Jesus Christ, take over all you want. Look, I mean, you're going on about, you know, you're going on about how much you like it and stuff like that. Look, you're talking to me who picked Camp Rock for my birthday episode. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was going to say that we all have things that somebody else looks at and just goes, why? Yeah. <laughs> like we do. We all have something. And no matter what people say, like we're just going to like back it up. But yeah, exactly. Just, like I just. I think it's because. I do think I just was expecting something different, but I don't know what I was expecting. Do you know what I mean? I'm the same. Yeah. So I don't know. But no, like, as Evan said earlier, like, I do think at one point I did go, now I am enjoying this. Oh. But, like, I think it was just because I put my thoughts of, like, this is shite behind me. <laughs> and I just was, like, <laughs> just, sorry. But I was just, like, just absorb it for what it is yeah like don't be putting like standards on it and then I actually started to see myself like watch chunks of it rather than like pausing for a minute and going downstairs which yeah, I, yeah. which I do that anyway to be honest even when I'm enjoying something I, I, I do that anyway so I can't really put that to a factor of like not enjoying it pausing it because yeah, it's just where I am but like yeah now I do think I kind of had to like put my own feelings aside for a minute and just be like just watch it yeah watch it absorb it take it in um what you were you were witnessing in my opinion you were being exposed to one of the most iconic characters in cinema history uh she's on my t-shirt right now on her ladder uh stephanie zanoni um just an absolute icon to me obviously it was michelle pfeiffer is like her first role her first major role yeah uh, she was mortified after having done it only in recent years has she started like posting about it on instagram because she kindly she finally figured out that people were like oh this is good and she's embracing <laughs> it a bit more but i just think her style she's just the coolest thing ever i um i and this is me as a kid being very confused not confused but like not knowing who i was and i was like a more academic kid and so i stupid not stupidly but whatever i kind of related to michael carrington right so this nerdy guy who isn't accepted by the popular kids um but you know gets to get with the the cool girl and me as a child who think didn't realize i was gay yet was like i'm like him and maybe one day you know i could get with a cool girl like stephanie whatever right yeah. so there was a whole thing going on like that for me at the same time i really fancied um Louis Demucci, who's the guy in the bombshell, again, very problematic, uh, and and that actor is gay, so I I, I could have a chance. There. Okay, well, you had yeah, you had an intuition. Yeah, exactly. So there was just a lot going on for me with that with that film, uh, in terms of just relating to it, um, in terms of just, and it turns out actually, I just thought Stephanie was obviously like iconic and absolute queen. So that's yeah. what I was actually thinking. Um, but yeah, I love her. I love um. Like Cool Rider, the song I think yeah. is incredible. Um, there's, there's so much about it. There's so much about it that I love. I and actually, Evan, when you were going through the the plot there, I was like, 
basically every sentence you said I wanted to interject with just like the the, the corresponding quote from the film um because it's one of those that I just know it that well yeah and actually, yeah. yeah and the, um recently it came to mind because the padam padam video is filmed outside the same uh, diner where th- that scene in the diner takes place oh yeah and so there's a very identifiably shaped uh, pattern on a wall and so I've watched Grease 2 so much that as soon as I saw Padam Padam and the dancers are right in front of this wall and they've repainted it and everything, I was like, Grease 2, that's the Grease 2. So that's where they filmed Grease 2. So I've made a, a little mission of mine to go to California and to do a little a pilgrimage around to all the places where they filmed it, including that place. Um, oh, yeah. That'd be cool. You should do yeah, that. I will. Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, but Evan, what did, like, did you like any of the songs? Uh, well, reprodu- I like Cool Ride is actually really oh reproduction good. yeah yeah uh, Cool Ride is actually very good. Is there another one? <laughs> score tonight? Score tonight actually really like score tonight is good. Yeah 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 yeah. Flinging those ba- the the baseballs, baseballs. balls around like they are nothing. <laughs> I love I love the song Who's That Guy because it's all very atmospheric and very like whisper. This is where they're obviously at the bowling alley and he arrives. Yeah. I, actually, I actually have on one of my dating profiles. Um, who's that guy on that motorcycle? What would they say if they knew it was Michael? And I just have that. My name isn't Michael. I don't like motorcycles on leather. <laughs> Some people are like, are you into leather? I'm like, no. Um, oh, I, just ha- I just have it there as a little way of like catching people who are who like the film. And occasionally I will get a message going, agrees too. And I'll be like, yeah, we already have that connection. Yeah. Oh, that's are, so nice. And then people are like, I'm into leather too. Leather. And I'm like, mm, well, that's not what I was going for. Oh, he's a, he's a <laughs> <laughs> but look yeah it was a huge flop um um it was released on the same day as et so like come on oh um, my god okay like you guys were saying it wasn't much expected i think that was the case for the audiences at the time like they were used to greece and those characters and they just saw all these new people and i think they were like oh we wanted to see more from danny and sandy and i think yeah. at, w- at one point there was going to be a cameo from them in it mm-hmm. um D- danny i think was going to be working at the um petrol station or whatever oh. where stephanie works um so things like that didn't work out and the big the big lost thing from greece too is supposedly they wrote a song for frenchie when she's trying to teach michael how to be the, a cool writer and um, they filmed it and everything and then just there's no trace of it anymore so that's the big like maybe one day maybe one day. Oh, that's annoying isn't it yeah yeah that is annoying yeah um and then greece rise of the pink ladies was on recently did you come across that at all on your i I haven't actually watched it well you can't watch it anymore because they cancelled it and removed it it's so awful it's one of those shows that they've just cancelled and like scrubbed from existence some kind of tax break so like it, it was it was good i really enjoyed the music what really disappointed me though was they didn't really refer to greece 2 at all and i thought this would have been there was one reference at the end. I thought like this could have been the like they they had so many references to the first film and like they could have thrown in a few could have had like you know somebody with the same surname as Stephanie that would have blown yeah. my mind. But anyway, Grease Two is still it, it's its own thing. It, it it'll live on kind of in my heart and and I think in the hearts of its fans forever. But like I think you guys, I think maybe a little seed has been planted in you, and you know you were saying, Kate, you started to enjoy some of it. Yeah. In years to come, you might be like, let me go, let me go back to that. You just... never know. And then I'll I... see you. I'll see you at one of the screenings where people come in costume and they're singing the whole thing. I'll be like, hey, girl, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I have I'm a vinyl in the tote bag. <laughs> mm. Exactly. <No>. Exactly. <laughs> 
it, this movie doesn't isn't also helped by the case that I don't know if you know this, Kevin, but I just have a hatred for sequels. Okay. Yeah. I'm not like a hate like if like sometimes I think they're needed if it's mm-hmm. continuing a story. Yeah. And and I don't mind like um what are they called? Like what are like like Lord of the Rings and all what's that called? Like, it, like based off a book? No, like series. No, it's not a series. Like, like, it is a series. Oh yeah, when it's a film there series. are three parts from the beginning. They're like this is part one, this part two, and part three. Oh, what and is it's it called? No, it's saga. That's it. Yeah, like a saga. Like I don't mind them. They're fine. Like because that's like a whole book. Like that's a whole mm. thing that's already an entity that they can't fit into like a two or three hour thing. So they have to make multiple. That's fine. But when movie, like I think it's movies like this that my dislike comes from. I wouldn't say hatred. It's dislike. It's like they had a success, mm-hmm. and then they're like, right, let's make more money, <laughs> and then they just yeah. Star filming a half written script and then they go right make me money and then more often than not they flop because mm. do you know but yeah like I'm not gonna get into it but I was watching a movie earlier in the week that I actually think was like on par or if not better than the original and that's very rare no that is true uh, but what, that, I think that's what was that Stuart Little too anyway, okay fair <laughs> but like because I actually realized that most people <clears> remember <throat> Stuart Little 2 as Stuart Little 1 oh okay I haven't seen but, them actually yeah no they are like they're good see that would be my like nostalgic thing that yeah say shit. like to, to be honest I was having a bit of a tough time so I was like let's watch Stuart Little yeah but I think so I think like knowing that this movie was a sequel Mm-hmm. of Greece because obviously it's the title that Greece. I was just kind of like oh here we go they just want to make money yeah absolutely and it was it was it was meant to like there was meant to be like two more films and a tv series at the time and it just it just bombed so badly that they just abandoned all their plans supposedly the script for Greece 3 became high school musical I don't know how true that is but that's, oh, that's how the story of course goes. iconic <laughs> yeah but you know what I'm not surprised because I was like, this is where the inspiration from High School Musical came from. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah, I was yeah, thinking yeah. too. Yeah. I 100% was like, that. this has to be like yeah. a specific thing, like the way there was like, like the talent show and just, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. I was like, no, this has, like, yeah, it's so the story goes. But yeah. I, w- I will say as well, if we're comparing it to the first film, you know, in the first film, Sandy, you know, changes herself at the end for. Danny. Yeah. In this film, Stephanie is not changing anything about herself. She is she she is. She's nobody's trophy. She knows what she wants. And it's Michael who has to change himself to become what she wants. And I'm sorry, feminist icon. That I did respect a bit more. Queen. Okay. Good. I'm delighted. I have to say that I did respect a bit more. I don't like Grease One, the unpopular opinion. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. amongst everyone else. I just don't like Grease One. I, I just think it's just a shite film. So you're saying Grease 2 is better than Grease. Great. <laughs> I think High School Musical is better than Grease 1. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, what I'm just saying is, uh, I think the, like, the thing that annoys you at Grease 1 is that fucking, what's her name, Sandy storyline where she changes herself. And then mm-hmm. I actually like this Stephanie storyline better. Mm. Even though the yeah. film is not great. 
Yeah, and this this was back in the this was like the early eighties that they made it, mm. and I think it was actually quite quite um forward thinking for the time, and um yeah, just definitely like my username on a lot of different websites. That sounds that sounds dodgy. Normal websites is like <laughs> and forums and stuff is like some some spin on Stephanie Zanoni or some kind of, some <laughs> kind of Stephanie Zanoni related thing. My Twitter header picture is a picture of her just sitting in the class. Like I just she's just the absolute icon of my life yeah, her mariah she's gorgeous in this film oh so. she is absolutely stunning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah i just think it's so strange that they cast two people first of all who were unknown because the 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 budget was twice what the first film was um, and they cast these two unknowns and also not like singer singers stephanie michelle pfeiffer can hold a tune mm. maxwell caulfield absolutely cannot um and i'm just like why why would you cast two people in a musical who can't sing like who aren't like great singers however yeah. and then you have poor paulette who is you know johnny's um on-off girlfriend who has like one line i think in score tonight and she's actually judy garland's uh, daughter and she is an incredible singer and she got basically nothing so you know <laughs> but we stand we stand well i stand it's okay if you don't stand <laughs> And hopefully people listen and some people listen and stand and are, are feeling. Now, I need to talk with the teachers in this film because one of the, Ms. Mason's my favorite because she's a hoochie and I love her. <laughs> yeah, all 300 pounds of it, her hair. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She's such a hoochie. I love her. And then I thought the, the, the um reproduction teacher, Mr. Stewart, I thought that was Giles from Buffy for a second. He has Giles energy. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't yeah he? definitely. <laughs> Yeah, I think he was this guy called Tab Hunter, who I think was a was a heartthrob in his day, but was gay and then came out later. I could be, I could be wrong, but I think that's that's what his vibe was. Yeah, he was a bit he was a bit of a dishy a dishy teacher, I think. Um, but my hunk is definitely um, Louis Demucci. God, gorgeous. <laughs> Do it for America. <laughs> oh, that was terrible! Like trapping a girl in a bomb shelter yeah. to try and like force her into shenanigans like that's really bad and it's played so funny but you know what's funny about it on the soundtrack to the film she is not there because apparently she was just busy the day that they were recording the album so he just sings the whole song himself but in the film like she sings it too just like it was so ramshackle and slapdash and yet came out such a masterpiece like <laughs> in my opinion but yeah there was so there was so much going against it and it just it makes me so happy like there was there's an article on bbc actually bbc website uh greece to the flop that became a you know cult classic or whatever i was just looking at it there before i um started uh, recording this and it just makes me so happy to see that there is a lot of pro greece to discourse out there as much as so now everyone has to like it. I, I don't want everyone to like it. I want yeah. me to like it and the people who appreciate it to like it. And that can be our thing. But like, I do love seeing people just going, it's underrated. It's better than the first one. The songs are bangers. I'm yeah, you, you just feel validated. Yeah, exactly. And you feel an affinity uh, with mm. them. And come on, that scene. And when Stephanie's singing this song at the, and even as a kid, I was like, hang on, she's singing a song at the talent show. Then it becomes a duet with Biker, Cool Rider in Heaven. And then everyone claps at the end of the song. So what were they listening to? Because he's he's not yeah, there. I what are they the giving a standing thing. ovation to? Yeah. <laughs> that was giving Riverdale. I'm going to say that yeah, was Yeah, 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 yeah. We have to suspend our disbelief, I suppose. But uh, yeah. What was the bit when, I don't I can't remember what song it was or what part it was. Oh, I I'll think tell you. it was around that time. But <laughs> when like 
they're like stars showing to the sky and all. And I was like, oh, that's fucking terrible. Yeah, it was just Sorry. that moment that was transitioning from Girl for All Seasons into wait, this wait, uh, okay. turn back, what a uh, turn back, what a uh, the hands of time. But like, I'm sure at the time that yeah, that was revolutionary. Oh, but yeah, like, state of the art. I'm yeah. just spoiled now that we actually have already CGI. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. You were looking at this 40 years later. Yeah, no, yeah. completely, completely. And you do have to remember that when you're watching it. Yeah. You yeah, do. Yeah. You have to remember that. And I also just imagine, like, behind the scenes, just a load of men with, like, cigarettes hanging out of their mouth, not caring what happens, just once. That's why, that's why the... <laughs> The bits fell out of the guy's shorts and they didn't they didn't okay, they the didn't fact that, I'm sorry, the fact that neither one of us caught that, Kevin, I have to say. I didn't cop that. Didn't yeah, have 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 another look. Have another look. Or or, or, right. or look it up on Twitter because there's like slow motion gifts. Um but yeah. It's just an extra little Easter egg, an extra little bonus. Well, the two Easter eggs, Jesus. <laughs> Every, everywhere you turn in this film, there's something new to enjoy every time you watch it. Yeah. It's actually charged, I will say. It is, yeah, it is. Okay, and, <laughs> and somehow it was like, <laughs> do you mean this conversation is or the film? <laughs> um, answer the question. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It, it, it's so sexually charged. And somehow in the 80s, we were all allowed to watch it. Like, it was fine. No, no one was like, turn that off or whatever. Um, poisoning our young minds, you know. With But then, as, as is always the case, it went over my head completely. And then in later years, yeah. I was like, wow, so that's what they're talking about, you know. Yeah. 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 That happens with a lot of, like, children slash teenage media, though. Yeah, it does. Yeah, absolutely. It does. Just, yeah. It's just the way media goes, I suppose. Yeah. But I will love it forever. And I'm, do you know what? If nothing else... I'm glad that doing this at least got you to sit down and watch it. So at least you know what the crack is with it, whether you love it or don't like it or whatever. At least you've seen it. And that makes yeah. me happy. Maybe we can take yeah. it off the list. Exactly. We can take it off the list because I promise you, I probably wouldn't have watched it. Well, there you go. So there you go. You've got two more people's eyes on it. <laughs> Brilliant. Do you have anything else to say, Evan? I have nothing else to say, really, Kevin. Oh, I've loads more to say, but come on, we've been here an hour already. I don't want to be up too much of your time. No, I, th- I, I think I've covered the main points. I could talk about it all day and all night long. Um, but yeah, just uh, thank you for the opportunity for me to just yap about it for a while. Because if anything else pops into your mind, just speak it. Okay. Just come, just come at us. Just let us know because we always do that. We always go, I have nothing else to say, and we talk about something different, and then we're we'll like, oh, actually, I remember something I wanted to say. So yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have anything? So yeah, let's talk about the uh, success of Greece too. Mm. Um, so it has a thirty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which makes it, Kevin. I'm very sorry. It makes it lower than Rent. That's okay. That's okay. Haters, haters. I was going to say haters back off. That, that's not appropriate. <laughs> oh my god! Haters are going to hate. Haters are going to hate, and that's fine. I'm I'm delighted to be in the thirty five percent. It's where I want to be. <laughs> Sorry, you may have just <laughs> deceased Evan over there for a moment. <laughs> um, that was Katie's reaction to that. <laughs> yeah, we were a bit tender to that over here. Fair. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, look, I wouldn't want any more people to like it because it's 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 but it belongs to me and the fellow Grease Two fans. Oh, yeah. So everyone can keep hating it. That's fine. 
Cool. I love that. Well, uh, it made $15.2 million at the box office against a budget of $11 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, you brought this up. The film was later adapted into a musical, Cool Rider. The script was rewritten and modified for the stage. Yeah, it was amazing. One of the best nights of my life. I oh. didn't see that. That is interesting. Yeah, and like it didn't have a long run. Like it did, it did, it did that one night, and then it did a short little run in the West End. But it just doesn't mm-hmm. have the, it just doesn't have the mass appeal, and that's fine. Yeah. Look, I'm still waiting for the Camp Rock stage musical. So, you know. well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. One day, I'm sure. <laughs> sure have you seen the film Camp? I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Oh, I think you like it. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> check it out. No. I think uh, there's, there's a film with Ben Platt coming out called Theater Camp, and it's it, I think it's heavily influenced by this uh, film Camp, which is from my younger years. I like guess twenty oh, years. Oh, that's ago, your I man Ben Platt, is it? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I've heard of that. Very good. Anna Kendrick is in it as a kid. Anyway. Oh, oh okay. Need to watch it then. Hmm. So uh, it's time to take Kevin to ride out high school because school is in session. It's a pop oh. quiz. My... So me and Katie, oh, okay. <laughs> me and Katie are going to quiz ten questions for Kevin all about Grease too. Kevin, are you ready? Yes. So I'm going to go first. I will ask the first question. What year did Grease two come out? Eighty two. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> I was one. You were going to ace this, but I. Oh, I doubt it. I'm <laughs> sure. That... Anyway, go on. Try... Go on. Right. Who was the only pink lady to return for the sequel? Ah, oh, Frenchie Didi Khan. Mm-hmm. Question three, how are Michael and Sandy related? Mm. You know, Michael, when your cousin Sandy said you were coming to Rydell, <laughs> I said, any cousin of yours is a cousin of mine. Love that. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> Correct. Thank you. <laughs> um, what was the theme of the school dance? The theme of the school dance? Or like the end of year party. Oh, like Luau. Rockahula Luau. Yeah. I spent Luau wrong, by the way. Uh, yeah. rock-a-hula, rock-a-hula. <laughs> it's only four letters. Yeah, I know, but there's six in this. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. The Lonnie right, Kailani right. Luau. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, question five. Uh, what song does Stephanie sing when Michael tries to ask her out? Uh... Um, I, I I was sorry. I was trying to do an intro to it. Uh, are you free after school? Uh, I'm busy. Look, I said I'm busy. Uh, or look, I said I can manage. Anyway, cool rider. Sorry, cool rider. If you really want to know what I want again, and that's that's really funny because at the end of the song, she's like uh, spinning out of the out of the school, and the and the guys are watching her, and people are just like sitting on the grass having their lunch, and she's like doing twirls on the grass. I was like, what is Stephanie up to now? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> um. What's the name of the English teacher? The English teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is some very good work here, and there is some very sloppy work. Uh, Miss Miss Mason. Yes. Yes. Hoochie Correct. Queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, question seven. Uh, what does Michael buy with his T-Bird homework money? Um, got a rep to protect. He buys a motorcycle. Yeah. Because if you want to be, but no, if you want to be. Oh, sorry, I lost the, lost the, lost the quote. <laughs> Wanna be... Anyway, sorry, go on. Uh, what's the name of the song, The Class Sing in Sex Ed? Reproduction. Oh. Reproduction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe Where I did like that. Yeah, that was a, it's a bit of a banger. Like, yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh, <no> one <pun> intended. 
yeah exactly that's and that's a, that's another way i love stephanie in that because everyone's gone wild in the class she's just standing there doesn't give a, doesn't give a you know what so very aloof aloof icon mm. sorry go on. question nine uh where does stephanie work in the film she works at her uncle's uh gas station yeah i was gonna sing the 1975 song <laughs> oh i don't know that what's it called gas station petrol station oh, okay yeah 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 and then Katie asked the last question. All right. True or false? Michael mm-hmm. disguises his accent when dressed in his motorcycle gear. True. That is. He has a yeah. shoddy, well, actually a decent American accent. Uh, it yeah. is actually all right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I did think that. Uh, he was giving me ride. Harry Styles vibes, I will say. Want to ride? Um, Harry Styles vibes? Yeah. Uh, I can see that. I, he's very, very handsome. God, he's gorgeous. Yeah, he is um, very, very handsome. But I was a, I was a Demucci kind of guy. But like, uh, did I got ten out of ten. You got ten out of ten. <laughs> what a shock, Kevin! Thrilled, what an thrilled. absolute shock. Oh, I'm very pleased. Your crown. Actually, I did have something else to say. Okay. Um, I think it's gone now, though. Shit. You'll come back. I hope so. It was literally in my head, and then I got sidetracked. What was it about? Yeah. Oh yeah, how does she not re- like? How do you not realize it was only a pair of goggles on a helmet? I know, but different accent. Ah, come on. Do you know what? I and I think I think he just represented exactly what she wanted. That she was able to just like be dazzled by the wow, this has come into my life, and her faculties were not working properly. To go, hang on a sec. And he says to her once. He says to her at some point, "Ever read a comic book?" You know, alluding okay. to the whole Superman Clark Kent thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's just one of those things that you can kind of just go along with and be like, ah, yeah. Ah, yeah, I know. I know. That's what <laughs> I tried to stop doing. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie, because I was like, no, I get it. Really just not going to enjoy it if you keep thinking like this. If I could send a Reddit story. Is it? it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you're saying, you just have a tiny mask. And then, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those tropes, movie. isn't it? That you, you kind of just have to go along with, even though you're like, oh my God, it's so obvious. Because, <laughs> like, if I was in love with somebody, really, truly, I would recognize them without, mm. without, without goggles and a helmet on. And then mm. you meet them on the waltzers and have a search. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just, Evan just had a bit of time I fell in love with one of the waltzers when I was uh, child, you know. Ah, uh, cute. Yeah, saying it's the right <laughs> passage. Also, <laughs> um, somebody in the film, I can't remember who it was, one of the friends was like, she hasn't even met him before. Or like, she doesn't even know him. How can she be in love? And I was like, well, she has clearly not been a teenager because I fell in love with everybody without even meeting them. I was like, yeah. Texting yeah, someone for a week. Like, oh my God. <laughs> <I'm in love." laughs> so she just clearly wasn't. It can there. happen. It can happen. It can happen. I can. I agree. But yeah, no, uh, that's that's all I have to say. Just because it really bothered me. Hmm. Right. Okay. Next up, we're gonna put Greece two on our pop scale. We ranked it out of five based on how much we like it and its oh, wow. culture. Kevin, let's go to you first. What do you give Greece? The my mouse is hovering over the leave meeting button here. <laughs> but what I will say is, look, it has its flaws. It's mm. not perfect. However, no. it's perfect to me, and it's perfect in my heart. And it'll it's just my favorite film of all time. And I'm giving it is it out of five? Yes. Yes, out of five. I'm giving it a big fat five. Ooh. Big fat five. Yeah. 
Katie, what do you give Grease to? I'm going to give it um, a bold italic two and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's not like a measly two and a half. Like it's not nearly a two. You know, it's more mm. more near a tree. Mm. You know, it's region, but it, it's not. It's not there. Mm-hmm. Like, because it does have a place in pop culture. And I didn't know that it like was adapted into like a, a West End musical and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And as you're saying, like, you know, there is there is little gangies. Yeah. Gang out there. There's people that love it. We're out there. And we exist. I'm not I'm not here to yuck someone's yum just because I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah. So I'm just gonna give it a two and a half and try cool. to be nice better. What about you, Evan? <laughs> I'm gonna give it a two. Okay. That's absolutely fair. <laughs> I'm not I'm obviously I'm not a fan of Grease One. I didn't think I was gonna be a fan of Grease Two. Mm. Um I do like Stephanie's character kind of better than the other character in the in the first movie. Yeah. Um I think Michelle Pfeiffer is great. I think yes. actually I like the wardrobe in this movie a lot. Mm. Um, Her outfits are amazing, yeah. Yeah, but other than that, it just kind of fell flat for me. That's okay. There's room to grow. The seed has been planted. <laughs> <laughs> There's time. You no, but that's now. <laughs> yeah. I do. I do. I do. I will. Is it on Disney Plus? I have that. Yes, it is. Okay, fine. <laughs> is it? Yes, Katie. We watched it for this fucking show. <laughs> I watched it on Paramount Plus. Camp Rock. Oh. I oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, sorry, my brain doesn't work sometimes, Kevin. That's okay. Mine neither. <laughs> okay, next up, we're going to talk about what's popping, meaning what we're enjoying in terms of pop culture. Kevin, you first. What's popping with you? Well, there is a song that will not leave my head today and over the last few days. And so I'm going to just mention that. So mm-hmm. it is by a group called The Future X. Have you heard of them? No. no, they are like Simon Fuller, who mm-hmm. obviously was behind Spice Girls, S Club Seven. They're his latest project. They are seven members, U.S. Canadian group. Um, it's weird in that three of them sing and four of them just dance. So like it's, it's there's singers and then there's the dancers. And I was just interested when I heard about them because I was like, what is he up to now? Because I followed his group Now United a bit and I liked them. And I like a big shiny pop group. So I was interested. And they released a song and I was like, mm, that's OK. And then just the other day, they released a new song called daffodil and i was like that's a weird name for a song let me just check out what these guys are up to and i played it and the first listen i was like "Mm, that's actually not bad and then since then i can't stop listening to it i think it's one of the best pop songs of the year easily and i'm really really into it um i don't know if it's going to be a hit probably not but i would recommend if anybody likes a good very very solid pop song uh, check out Daffodil by The Future X, which is a weird name. Well, anyway, okay. that's that's what I'm loving at the moment. Yeah. Fab. Anything else? Any shows? Any shows? Um, what have I been watching? Um, oh, Somebody Somewhere on Now TV, um, which is uh, there's two seasons. The episodes are very short. It's really, it's really gorgeous. Um, very re- like naturalistic acting. It's just about this woman uh, going back to her hometown. It's really funny. There's a really charming, lovely gay character in it. And there's just, there's lots of interesting, uh, fun characters. It's very gentle. It's quite moving. It's really nice. So I'd really recommend that somebody somewhere it's on now. Oh. Yeah. I'll definitely give that a go. Yeah, it's lovely. Hey, what's happening with you? Um. So... Young Sheldon got new episodes on Netflix 
um and that is one of like i just really like it it's just such a comfort show mm. the episodes are 16 minutes long <laughs> perfect for me 16 minutes that's it's, short there's 16 minutes because when they're oh. on tv there's like four or five ad breaks so it's on for half an hour oh my god yeah I anyone, think when you when you click on the app it's somewhere 20 but when you click on the episode like one of my saw yesterday was 16 minutes and i was like perfect it's like songs these days being like a minute and 40 seconds or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 16, 16 full wow. minutes on season five. But I love it. I'm on, I started watching it like two days ago and I'm on episode 22. Oh, wow. <laughs> but yeah, you, you fly through that like. Yeah, 100%. Like, because I flew through the last few seasons that I watched before um, and it kind of became like a little weird comfort show to me mm. through like lockdowns and stuff a kind of you know when I had nothing else to do I just put on Young Sheldon and right now I have nothing else to do so I'm just putting on Young Sheldon Um, I'm loving Stardew Valley still mm-hmm. all my regular podcasts because I genuinely have about 32 that I listen to a week <laughs> so all of them I'll be here again I listed them one day and Evan's jaw dropped and there's still some <laughs> that I'm not even subscribed no, to that's that when I we had Lucas on <laughs> I genuinely like oh yeah I clicked, I read all of my podcasts and the two of them were like, how do you have time? (laughs) Because I don't really listen to music anymore. Podcasts have taken over my life. Fair, 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 fair. Shout Um, out to Lucas. He was great on the Rachel Rachel episode. He was. So, Evan, what's popping with you? Well, I'm trying to manifest Eras Tour tickets is what's popping with me. And just as we were talking about this, my friend sent me a Waterford Whispers headline and it was like, Taylor Swift fan, better get a ticket. Or some fuckers getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Oh, listen, I, I really do hope you hope you manage to get oh. there. I'm confident you will. I'm confident. Thank you. I mean, we've got a we've got a game plan. It's like that scene in Mean Girls. Remember they're trying to take down Regina and yeah. they come up with a really full foolproof plan. It's like that scene, literally. What else? I love Billy Eilish's new song for Barbie, which is called "What Was I Made For." I also yeah, it's lovely. I also like Troy Sivan's new song. However, I don't like the video. Okay. okay. Not for what the reason we talked about earlier. I just think it's shit. Oh. Did anybody see the Twitter post and it was like they look like they all go to Trinity and study like Yes. Oh my one. god. <laughs> I didn't see that. It's like they all look like they study arts and, and fucking something in Trinity. And I was like yeah. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, I'm still watching Buffy. I'm still watching uh re-watching Gossip Girl. I'm still watching all like just I'm watching a lot of shows. I'm constantly watching Vanderpump Rules. Nothing new there. No. Um, I'll never not stop talking about Vanderpump Rules, to be honest. <laughs> of my brain this year. I've never seen it, but I am aware of the Scandaval. Scandaval. Oh, my. <laughs> don't roll your eyes, Katie. I've had it. Sorry, of- I can't. It's visceral. Like, it just <clears throat> happens. I don't control it. And I, I want to bring this up, Katie. Katie, I'm going to bring this up. What? I'm for Barbie, obviously, as well. But Celebrity Gogglebox, I sent you a video this week. <laughs> Celebrity oh, Did you watch last week's Celebrity Girl? Yeah. Oh, I think I, I might be one behind. Well, they've done me dirty. Yeah, she's very upset. It's the oh, the poorie R on it. Oh, I did see. Yeah, look, I can't stand her. Cannot stand Thank her. And I did you. see her on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She needs to just. She needs <laughs> yeah, to go. She needs don't. to go away. It's over, love. Go away and have your life with your husband. We don't want to know. We don't. I just like when when other people that I know that I'm not sure of their stance on Rita or it and then they say they don't like her I'm like thank god you're a Love Island cameo yeah why 
What's Never wrong? before has someone made so little go so far, but the moment has passed. The party's over. It's done. Go what away. Do you mean she's doing a Love Island cameo. Apparently, I don't know. I think she might be performing in the villa or something. There's yeah, she's turning up to Island perform cameo. And no, then she's but... on Diary of a CEO as well. Nobody wants her to go up to that Love Island villa and perform. I don't want Nobody to. has sat in bed watching Love Island and went, I love a free hour. I was performing right now. <laughs> Nobody. You know what? Does you know that series Glamorous on Netflix? Yes, yes. I haven't watched it, but I saw a still a, a, a screenshot with the subtitle, and it was some it was it was some diss on Rita Ora, and I was like, Yeah, I want to watch that. God bless that girl. God bless her. Look, look, Gogglebox, it's one of my favorite shows. Oh, yeah. I love it. And we are, yeah, we are, we're all of the same opinion. It's, it's just one of my favorite shows. I love it so much. It makes me so happy. But I don't, don't think I'm going to be watching this anymore. Well, hopefully, just... hopefully she'll just do like one or two episodes or something. Yeah. And then you can just get them. Yeah, I'm not watching. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame <laughs> you. I don't blame you. Sometimes I have a strong reaction against someone and you just can't even look at them. Oh, uh, you know who mine is. <laughs> Who's yours? Oh, fair, yeah. That is, um, yeah, Evan just can't deal. Yeah, yeah, I'm on board with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Katie, where can the people find us? People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It Podcast. You can give us a little like on Spotify and a little rating on Apple Podcasts if you so wish. And if family and friends want a new podcast to listen to, they can find us anywhere they get the podcasts. Where can people find you, Kevin? Oh, yes. So my podcast is called Things Gay People Like. Um, if you want to hear me talk about Grease 2 some more, we have a Grease 2 episode. But uh, yeah, so it's a pop culture pop culture podcast as well. Each episode, I talk to somebody about something in pop culture that they're passionate about. And on socials, we are at Gay People Pod. And it's sick as fuck. I will say that now. <laughs> ah, in a good way. In a yeah, good way, of course. Yeah. That's a good thing. <laughs> ah, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, thanks, Mill. Okay, well, that was our episode on Grease 2. Kevin, thank you for coming back. Thank you so much. I really, really enjoyed it. Thank Always you for having well, me on of again. Of course. And you will hear from me and Katie next week. Goodbye.